0: Alright, welcome to the first episode of a new podcast called Isolated Mind, and what I'm going to be talking about today is, uh, well, thought it'd be fitting to talk about self-isolation. Now, self-isolation is something that a lot of people have had to deal with uh, for the past couple of years, um, for obvious reasons. Um, However, it is something that uh, personally has been a huge struggle and damage to my life and many others Um, out there as well and there are many people who don't feel like they uh, have many people they can relate to about it or um, really talk to about it however it is actually something that is very common at least right now and it is something that can be dangerously addictive really Um, because a lot of times you may feel overwhelmed or you may feel like you just kind of want to get away from everyone and everything for a little bit But once you do that, sometimes you can sort of um, trap yourself in this bubble uh, and you don't ever really want to get out because why would you? You feel like um, maybe if you go outside of that bubble again, it's going to be scary. It's going to be a nightmare. Um, You won't ever be able to go back into your bubble. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, One of the things I want to point out is that... Self-isolation isn't always a bad thing, um, if done in moderation. Uh, It is something that sometimes we really need to do. We really need to sort of go outside of what we're used to, go outside of um, our social life or uh, society. (laughs) Um, However know that when you do that you are making a choice to sort of let go um and whether you're making that choice to let go permanently or um, just temporarily uh, if you don't really have in mind what choice you are making whether it is permanently or temporarily uh, it will choose for you Um, you don't really have much control of that Unless you sort of try and take control before you do it. So there's no real plan to sort of letting go um, and going into a state of uh, self-isolation. It's just something that you sort of feel. Um, It's something that maybe there are certain circumstances in your life or certain people um, that you sort of feel forced into. And sometimes you are forced into self-isolation. Sometimes it's not even a decision that you make. Sometimes it's something that just happens uh, and you don't even know exactly what it is. It's just that one day you wake up and you realize, hey, there's no one around me. Um, maybe you feel too anxious to text back your friends or your family and you feel like you pushed everyone away and um, you feel like that there's no one, that the people who love you around you you don't feel like you can really talk to them or you don't feel like you can sort of just say, hey, I'm going through this or hey, sorry, I haven't talked to you in a while. Or you might be one of those people who, um, and I would know because I have been one of those people who might uh, finally go and talk to maybe an old friend or something, uh, someone that you love or trust and be like, hey, sorry, I haven't talked to you in a while. Um, But I do miss talking to you. I'm going to try and keep in contact with you. Um, and explain everything, but then uh, you realize a couple months later that it's been a couple months later, and you haven't really talked to that person, and so you say it again, and you talk yourself out of it, and it's just an endless cycle, you feel like. It's just this cycle of... um, feeling alone and this cycle of isolation, this cycle of sort of purgatory. Um, that's what it really feels like. It's not, it doesn't feel like heaven. It doesn't feel like hell. It feels sort of like purgatory, uh, like you're stuck in this idle state, um, like you're part in a parking lot, because where else would you be parked? guess you could be parked like on the side of the road or something, I don't know. Like you're just parked, uh, but your engine's running um, or you're in neutral, but you're not really planning on going anywhere because you don't even know where to go. You don't know where to start. Um, you're just going to stay right there with your with your engine running and saying, hey, uh, eventually I'm going to, you know, go somewhere. Eventually I'm going to pull up my GPS, type something in on maps, and, you know, uh, just see where it takes me. Uh, and sometimes you may just drive. Sometimes you may drive and say, and this is speaking metaphorically, of course, Um, sometimes it can be quite literal, though. Uh, Sometimes you may drive and say, hey, I do want to see where life takes me, where God leads me, or where the universe leads me, or um, whatever you believe or don't believe. Uh, But it really is something that needs to be understood is that You're the only one who can really take you anywhere. Um, You are guided throughout sort of this uh, journey, if you want to call it. However, you have to understand that the reason you are on this uh, journey, as I'm going to call it, because that's really what self-isolation is. It can be somewhat of a journey or adventure, which can be the addictive part of it. Um, but you're not ever really going anywhere. It's a, it's sort of a mind journey. It's a journey that literally exists in your mind. Um, you may come to a lot of revelations or things you never realized about yourself, or you may just completely lose everything that you thought about yourself in general. Um, and sometimes this can be a good thing. Sometimes it can sort of uh, improve um, into the person that you sort of want to be or um, sort of uh, detox uh, qualities of yourself that um, could have been somewhat toxic or very self-damaging. However, if... This is left sort of, I don't want to say untreated, but if this is left as a habit, if this becomes your lifestyle, um, it is a bottomless pit. It is something that you fall into and you feel like there's no bottom, there's no uh, bottom to get to, there's no top to get to. Uh, That you're just falling in this bottomless pit. um, Or like you're just floating in space. And like I said, that can be nice for the first couple of months or so. And then, a couple years later, you realize, oh shit, I'm still in this pit. I need to get out. But then you're like, wait, I'm in this bottomless pit. There is no getting out. Um, Well, that's not necessarily true. Um, because the pit, this void, this, uh, it's all in you. It's not anywhere you're actually in. Um, you've created this sort of reality, uh, within yourself that this pit exists and that you're the only person inside of it. That no one else is in it, no one can save you out of it, no one can, uh, you know, There's no point. Sometimes you're like, oh, hey, there's no point in even trying to escape it. Because what's really out there? You know, what's uh, nothing's going to make me happy. Nothing's going to make me feel better. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to talk to anyone. Um, Or you could say, hey. I do want to do something. Uh, you do get to a point sometimes where you're like I do want to do something. I do want to talk to people. But however, I can't. I can't fucking get out of here. And that usually that point usually comes after you've been in there for so long. Um, it's kind of like the quantum realm. If you've seen the Marvel movies where they go into uh, that like uh, you know that like realm between time and space where they're just stuck there floating around. And they have to wait until, like, someone comes and, like, pushes the button. And um, it's sort of like that. However, sometimes you can go in there yourself. And sometimes you can feel sort of pushed into it. But I feel like at that point, uh, I've made that point a couple of times. So don't want to sound like a broken record. So the main point is, all right, how do I escape self-isolation. And you're asking, basically, how do I escape myself? <laughs> how do I escape this uh, this uh, wall I've placed in my mind, this uh, <laughs> sort of block, um, this roadblock I've put, this dead end that I've put here. And I know I've done it myself, and so therefore, I'm going to beat myself up because why would I do this to myself? And I'm being so selfish, and I've, I'm just hurting other people because they're just trying to reach out to me, and I'm not even putting the effort in reaching it back to them. They probably hate me. I don't blame them for hating me, I hate myself. And this is, um, I like to call it the enemy. <laughs> it, it's this, um, it's this strong deception that feels so real, um, it feels so true, and it makes so much sense to you on every single level, but it's just, it's simply not. Um, I can't speak for everyone because I know that there are some people who may not even have people reaching out to them, um, may not have, uh, may have not made many friends or may not have any family support trying to reach out. Um, and so you think, well, no one's reaching out to me, and I, I'm not going to reach out to other people. I can't. Uh, I don't even know how to. And this is probably one of the toughest spots you can be in, in your life, because you can start to feel like you're crazy. Um, you can start to feel like you have some sort of disorder um, or disease, and, uh, but a lot of the times, not for everyone, but a lot of the times it's no disorder. It's nothing, um, that can be sort of explained with psychology or science or it's sort of deeper than that. It can't really be fixed with medicine. It can't be fixed with vitamins. It can't be fixed with just, um, waking up early or working out or, um, um, meditation, although those things can all help, those things can help some people, sometimes you feel like you've tried everything and that there's just nothing else to try, and uh, for a lot of people this leads to um, suicidal thoughts, this can lead to self-harm, this can lead to all sorts of terrible things you can do to yourself. And for some people, it can lead to things that, um, well, for the majority of people, it's mostly self. But for some people, uh, self isolation can cause them to do something to other people. Um, and as weird as it sounds, sometimes it's because um, they've lost sense of how to connect to others, and this can that can seriously be a way that they are trying to connect to others, um, not to justify it, um, because there's never really a true way to justify doing damage to other people, but even though it's not a just justification, it is somewhat of an explanation for why people do these things, because um, I know you've seen all the movies and stuff about the, the, uh, long, the creepy longer dude, you know, like in his basement who goes out and Um, kill someone or you know serial killers and stuff like that (laughs) but uh that's also speaking of people who do usually have some serious disorder or disease um that causes them to self-isolate rather than um having the somewhat healthy mind and being in the state and sometimes having the healthy mind and being in the state of self-isolation can be um terrible uh, it can sometimes, I'm not going to say worse because I don't want to compare it, but it's because you felt like your whole life you've been completely okay. Um, however, now you're like, what is wrong with me? There has to be something wrong with me. And sometimes you just want to find something that's wrong with you. you. You look up different disorders or you look up different things and uh, explanations because you won't. More than anything, just to find out what the hell is going on with you. Like, what is causing me to do this to myself? Because I know I would not do this to yourself, or to myself. And what I have to ask there is... Um, this is sort of out of Eastern philosophy, if you will. Um, what you are you speaking about? Because if you've lost your sense of yourself, um, really all you've lost is uh, sort of everything you were taught and the traits that you were given um, through your childhood or through growing up or through your environment, which can be a good thing to sort of get out of that, to sort of, which is sometimes the reason you do it in the first place or sometimes the thing that causes you to go into self-isolation is because... It's to escape an environment, or to escape um, people around you. and which is actually what happened to me. However, it the thing was was that I personally got addicted to self-isolation. I got addicted to being alone. And then you realize later. How just alone you are and how alone you feel and it's terrifying. And you don't even realize you you haven't even realized how long it's been. It's like time completely stops and that time doesn't even feel the same anymore. Um but yeah, escaping out of that can be a good idea, and going back to that However, but that's the thing. Sometimes you realize, hey, maybe I might want to go back to that. Maybe I wa- might want to go back to that thing that causes me so much or that caused me so much pain or caused the things I hated about myself in the first place. Um, and to that, I have to say, it may sound obvious to say, well, no, don't go back to that. Just let go and start new. However, Sometimes, if you feel as though that environment, uh, maybe it was somewhere you were raised, your childhood home, um, a town you lived in, something like that, that environment, depending on why you left there, so say if you left because you felt that your safety was threatened or that you left because um, there was someone crazy in your life and maybe they moved away or something like that, then... um, but you've had sort of this stigma in your mind about that town in general, saying how terrible it is, but then you realize that it was just because that person was sort of that creating that reality of that town in your mind. Um, sometimes it can be a good idea, good idea to go back to that. Uh, some Sort of going back to your roots in a way. And this is where I actually get into uh, talking about what to do about it. And that's... Um, Go back to your roots sometimes. Go back to um, what you know. Um, Don't worry so much about trying to start new because you already have and now you're here. (laughs) Um, Starting new is something you did when you sort of escaped uh, the place that you were at. But now you're just trying to escape the place you're at now. So then you see this pattern of, I'm just constantly trying to escape. I'm just constantly trying to run. It's sort of like a fight or flight thing, and you're always in flight mode. And um, Because you know those dudes who are constantly in fight, who constantly just want to fight people, you know? Um, Which may be you, and uh, that's an entirely different topic in general. Uh, That's not something I personally had to deal with. Um, But I will make an episode out of that about that just because, um, of what I observed and others, uh, however, as for right now, this flight, this avoidance, um, this just running away, like you're just a rabbit in the fucking forest going, uh, 90 miles per hour away from a leaf falling, um, (laughs) the thing is, is that when you see this pattern, when you recognize that this pattern of, um, of you're constantly trying to escape the situation you're currently in, understand the sort of common theme in that pattern, and that is you. Um, And that's not saying that you created this terrible situation for yourself and that you should feel ashamed. Um, It's nothing to be ashamed of at all. It's that... um, Shit, the world can be scary. I mean, thing people can be scary. Everything, just going out and getting gas sometimes, standing. You may wonder, hey, am I about to get fucking shot right now? <laughs> like, it can be scary. Um, and it's not your fault. So, don't ever feel like you have to beat yourself up. But even though I say don't ever feel like that, doesn't mean you're not going to. So, like, I, I completely understand. Um, however... When you realize this, when you realize that, oh, I I might be the problem. Uh, you, you're not the problem. Uh, it's just a problem that you are having to deal with uh, within yourself. Try and sort of uh, pinpoint, like I said, your roots. What are the things that made you happy as a kid? Uh, maybe start eating certain food that made you happy as a kid. Um, I know sometimes uh, if I'm ever feeling down or low, I'll just make some popcorn because that's something I loved as a kid just a, a warm feeling just like gargling down a butter of popcorn or a butter of popcorn and I know you hear this thing all the time about you know eating healthy eating better uh feeling better and that is something I definitely would recommend uh eating things that are you know not processed not artificial um however that's more so that more so helps um for situations to where you're not exactly self-isolated uh you're more so just um not you're more so just going through something and you realize that your habits uh may be the cause of that or affecting it so i'm not saying eat a bunch of junk or like just eat just pile some uh, ice cream in your mouth which i have done before um because that's not, that's not healthy. However, um, don't always think that you have to sort of eat healthier or work out more or something. Um, which doing that can help, but don't think that it's going to fix the situation. Uh, that it's going to fix you. Um, there's nothing that can sort of fix you because there's, there's nothing to fix. Um, you're just you and whatever that means, (laughs) who knows what that means, but you can at least go to the things that you know about you, or that you think you know, or that you like, Um, so like I said, eating maybe chicken noodle soup, maybe when you were little and you were sick, your mom made you some nice chicken noodle soup, um, or something like that, makes you feel warm, or Maybe it's some very specific um, food that you... I know, like, uh, when I was a kid, I just had this idea to just, like, a revolutionary idea, I know, but could just, like, put cheese on crackers, or, like, not crackers, but just these, like, chips that were in her pantry and just warm them up in the microwave so you have, like, basically, like, melted nachos um, just on the chips and stuff like that. But you would be shocked at just how... um, God, it's not like a clickbait YouTube title. You would be shocked. But no, seriously, Like you would be surprised at just how um, those small things can really improve your state of mind in that moment. Uh, but what happens is, yes, it is in that moment. And once it is over, you go back to the way that you're feeling. And this can sometimes result in overindulging in that food. Like I said, the thing earlier about just eating like a whole bunch of ice cream. Like, uh, I remember one time when it, uh, I was just eating ice cream. I was just like, I ate like a, a um, whole like pint of ice cream, like in a day, um, or like in a matter of a couple of hours. And I just kept, and like, I'm a, I'm a very skinny person. Um, so I was like, this is odd, but it was making me feel good. It was making me feel full, um, Because I felt so empty. And this can definitely be... And emptiness can definitely leak into a literal um, definition. We hear like emptiness, like you feel empty. And we think that um, it's always metaphorical, which uh, it is. However, you can physically feel empty as well. Uh, That can leak into your sort of physical body and just... um, And... You just want anything to sort of fill that up and because uh, that's all you know how to do. So this can cause an overindulgence in something like video games, maybe, you know. Maybe that during this, like you um, just stay up all night and then just sleep all day or because you're basically working a night shift playing video games because you don't know what else to do because when you get off, but uh, you don't feel happy. But when you're playing them, you don't really feel happy either, but at least you're doing something that you you enjoy. Uh, it's very depressing, but it it's the reality for a lot of people. Um, and myself included. Like, the main thing to do with this, when you realize, okay, well, You just said to do the things I enjoy or like eat it, but like don't do it too much. So like, how do I find that middle? How do I find that sort of moderation? Um, And that's exactly it. It's doing things that you enjoy in moderation while creating healthier habits for yourself. So a lot of times something that makes us feel down is that our reward system is so fucked up. I know people talk about like dopamine all the time, but it's because like seriously our reward system the thing that gives us motivation to go out and do something with ourselves is completely messed up right now because I mean you know look at your phone and like you just get tons of notifications and that gives your makes your brain happy or you go up to the store and maybe you really wanted a bag of chips or something you get that bag of chips and that makes you feel happy it's the sort of idea of just hunting and gathering and all that sort of thing, goes way back, um, however, fix your reward system, um, your mental reward system, and really the way that you do this is, um, say, okay, you're doing something you enjoy, like playing video games, How it, right, um, make it Seem less accessible to you. I'm not saying literally make it less accessible to you. Don't lock your cords up in a safe or something unless you feel like it's that bad. Um, make it seem like you sort of have to accomplish something small in order to do that. Like maybe it's just something like take a shower. Like I'm serious because I know a lot of times when we feel in this state of just like emptiness and that we don't want to do anything, it can be hard to just get up and take a shower or brush your teeth. So maybe say something like, okay, if I'm going to get on um, the console today, I'm going to take a shower right now in order to get to do that. Really kind of convince yourself that the only way you can go downstairs and play your game is if you get in a shower. So yeah, I'm not saying, you know... Um, go and lift a bunch of weights and because um, I'm because I know like uh, that can be something impossible to do or at least feel impossible. I, I get it, like it's not you don't have to practically kill yourself physically in order to play your PlayStation for like 30 minutes, um, even if it's you know it's gradual. So if you end up doing something like okay, I took a shower, so now I'm going to go play, and then you play all day again, and you're like, oh my God, I just played all day again. I'm not going to say that's fine, but it's also not not fine. You're still making progress just by getting up and getting in the shower or brushing your teeth. Um, so understand, focus on that part. Say, hey, like to yourself, I did this today. Or make that note in your mind. And over time, you will see that you will start creating those um, healthier habits for yourself because a lot of times, these uh, healthier habits we learn about, you know, things like meditating and working out and eating healthier, it can be a struggle to even have the basic necessities um, or the basic habits that we need to function throughout the day, like just changing clothes. So, um If you sleep, like, in your underwear or something, and then you realize you've been in your underwear all day just laying on the couch on your phone um, because you just didn't feel like changing clothes, uh, say, okay, I'm going to put on some clothes before I get on my phone. And um, for some of you, this may seem like, well, yeah, I mean, that's not that difficult, like, getting in the shower, brushing my teeth. Just put on some clothes, but I know a lot of people can relate to this and feel very lonely in this um, sort of uh, state that you're in right now, and it's it's completely normal. Um, I know a lot of times they say like uh, things like depression is not normal, it's not okay, and you should speak to someone. I don't really believe in telling someone that it's something that is extremely uncommon and that it's just not. Normal and that you know you're you're because that's basically saying like um, there's something wrong with you right and that that's just not true because when you say there's something wrong with you that's just that's just a fucked up uh, thing to say to a person because there's nothing wrong with you there's just this thing that's um in you and you don't know what it is and no one really does either, and no one can tell you what it is. So I'm not going to sit here and tell, try and tell you what it is. It's just something sort of unexplainable that um, it's best to just try and stop explaining to yourself and understand that it is there, and it's something that just needs to be, I don't want to say fixed, because whenever we talk about something like self-improvement or fixing um, that gets very, very paradoxical um, because, like I said, the whole self-improvement thing, what's the you you're trying to improve? But like I said, that's more Eastern philosophy, um, so that that's for other episodes. But for right now, um, without trying to take your mind on just some circle roller coaster, I'm about to wrap this episode up. Uh, because there's nothing much more I can really say. Um or there's actually a lot more I could say and go on for hours. But this is the first episode, basically like an introduction into this podcast. But um basically the main points we went over were okay reward yourself uh before you um Go into the sort of daily habits that you feel may be destroying your life or keeping you in self isolation. Um, Also, one more point Uh, stop taking your phone everywhere. Like, I'm serious. Um, Not trying to be your grandmom who says you're always on that fucking phone. Um, No, like, I'm serious. If you're just going up to like McDonald's or something and then coming right back to the house because you don't want to sit inside or. Um, be around people, Um, don't take your phone. Just go up there, pick up the food, focus on driving, come back, and then come back inside. So that way, it sort of feels like you can get back to your phone and it's more rewarding when you see it. Um, So just things like that, I promise, will um, sort of lead into uh, these Better habits for yourself, these sort of small habits that um, can eventually turn into better habits so, such as uh, eating healthier, or working out, things like that, but I'm not going to say anything about doing all that until, um, well, what was I going to say, don't worry about all that right now, don't try and go right into that until you actually have the basic habits Of uh, self hygiene, Um, not to put you down. Like I mean, like seriously. Until the habits of things like self hygiene and uh, self basic care are um, done with first, because it's like if you go and try and just lift a bunch of weights, and you haven't even brushed your teeth or taken a shower or anything, and you're like, well, why wouldn't you take a why would you take a shower before you work out? But you, you get my point. And then you're like trying to build something that's not even there you're trying to build yourself and you feel like you lost it a long time ago and so focus on trying to find yourself trying to find what made you happy before and that will eventually lead into what makes you happy now um, because if you find those things that don't make you happy anymore that's okay that is perfectly okay That just means, it's like how your taste buds change every seven years. Your interests change. That's okay. And if you feel like you can't find that interest, if you feel like you don't even know what you're interested in anymore, like I said, go back to what you were interested in before or for so long, see if you're still interested in it. If not, that's okay. And if you are, the things that you are, they will eventually lead into things that you are interested in now, like maybe, um, like for me, it was creating this podcast or an Instagram page or, um, like a YouTube channel, things like that. Um, cause maybe you find, hey, I haven't watched, uh, football in a really long time. I used to love football. So you go and you watch football and then you say, man, I'd love to create like a YouTube channel about talking about football. Well, there you go. Now you have yourself an outlet of uh happiness, <laughs> this like happiness that you can sort of provide for yourself, and then once you see that you're giving others happiness, people who like watch it and you know comment on it, even if it's not that many, you know, even if it's just like sometimes just having like a hundred views on YouTube or something, but having like um the same five people who comment and like and really support you can be a hundred times better than having a million views and having you on a microscope um with a bunch of comments just trying to get the top comments so just having any sort of um support that you can get or find for your uh for yourself or from others. Um that's really all I can say. So yeah uh I don't really know how to close this off. Like I said, it's the first episode. However, I hope you guys have a good evening, or whenever I post this. Uh, But yeah, so goodbye everyone.